Welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Itzy Erbs. Hi everyone, I am your host, Rabbi Itzy Erbs, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick! Yay! At this time, I would like to remind everybody that you are listening to jradio.com. If you would like to listen to us on the telephone, you can listen to us by dialing 712-432-4217. That number again is 712-432-4217. The number to call after the show, after the story that is, to tell us your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story is 718-683-5858. Very good, Yossi. And, of course, if you'd like to listen to us live or on the archives, you can call 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. And just follow the menu if you want to listen to us live or follow the archives. I would also like to take this moment to remind you that j Radio can definitely use your donations. So, the address is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And if you would like to text in to ask for information how to sponsor or to how to advertise on JavidRadio.com, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you would also like to suggest a story for me to tell, and you'd like to give over all the information and all the details of it, and uh, or possibly the source for it, you may also text in 347-927-8398, and it will be forwarded to me. Yes. Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs for either storytelling, Kaya Fundamaya, Extreme Martial Arts Demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, Avas Abundant Program, uh, 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 your, your yeshiva, your banos, your basyaka, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a uh, bungalow colony, or sleepaway camp. So, uh, of course, the number to call is 718 718- 375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Also, you should be aware, if anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, Qigong energy lessons, and so on, uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbs's books are still available in your local farm store, along with many of his CDs and a new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yitzhirbs at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in? I think so. I think we can now start our story. Okay, well, 
Okay, so now I just want to tell everybody before we start the story. I thought you wanted to start the story. I do, I do, but I've been getting a lot of phone calls and emails during the week about that there was a problem with uh, technicality of, uh, you know, with the uh, menu or place, whatever it is on the uh, archives on the telephone. But I would like to mention that as far as I'm, uh, I have been informed, that is. I know, I know, I know, I tried it. Baruch Hashem works good. It works good now. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. And I hope it stays that way. Yeah, the technicians or the technical, 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 whatever they call them, they, 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 they fixed it already, I think. I hope. I mean, well, it worked for me. Well, I hope so, and I hope it stays fixed. Okay? If there's no, no, I, I guarantee you <laughs> the technicians will hear about it <laughs> if it's still a problem, because I will hear about it. Okay. So, anyways, now we're ready for a beautiful story. And, and what about your CD? Shh, quiet. Listen, when the time comes, it'll be announced. Yes, there will be a new CD, Bez Hashem. Hopefully, you know, I will let you know all the information when it gets close to the Hanukkah. Anyways, in the meantime, tonight's story is called A Letter. A letter? Like A, B, C, D. No, 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 no. A letter. Oh, oh, I got it. I left face, face, gambled. Not that kind of letter. A letter that you write. No, I never wrote a letter. No, you see? <laughs> Just pulling your leg. Uh, you don't pull my leg. It's a little bit hard to pull my leg. Oh, you want to see? Oh, yes, see, please. Okay, anyways, it's called, tonight's story is called A Letter from the Baal Shem Tov, commonly known as the best for short. That's correct. Okay, so this story started in the last years of the Heiligat Tzadik of the, you know, Yisrael Baal Shem Tov. Right. Now, Yisrael Baal Shem Tov, you know what year he was Nifta? Yeah, around 1760. That's uh, correct. So this obviously had to happen before that. So now, in a certain town called Leppendorf, there was a Gevir. You know what a Gevir is? Yeah, a rich man. I, if I were a rich man, yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, see. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, you're in a very happy mood today. Yeah, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Because, you know, when we don't hear, uh, uh, you know... Uh, well, never mind. Well, you don't hear what? <laughs> when, we, when we don't hear that there's a problem with, with, the, with the telephone line, they were very happy. Oh, so Baruch Hashem. So that's why you're in a good mood? Uh, yeah, yeah. But you should be in a good mood all the time because that's... Uh, it should be B'Simchas Chaim. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're going to the story? Yes. So in Leppendorf, there was this Gevir, a rich man named Reb Yoynesin. Reb Yoynesin was a very wealthy man. He had a lot of property... And he had a lot of businesses, and he was quite wealthy. Well, if he was a rich man, I guess he was quite wealthy. Yes, but he was wealthy spiritually. Oh, oh, he was a Tamachachim too? Well, he learned. Yes, he did. And he did other things also, which makes him more distinguishable as a Yid. Oh, he wore a yarmulke. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> of course he wore a yarmulke. I know, I know what you mean. He gave tzedakah. That's right. He gave tzedakah, and his house was always open, as a as a machnas aruch should be. Oh, so he was a big machnas aruch. Yep, that's what he was. And guess what? Any time the Heiligat Tzadik, the Baal Shem Tov, came to Leppendorf, guess what? Uh, he stayed by uh, Rabbi Yainasen. That's correct. You got that right. <laughs> You're doing good tonight. Yeah, yeah, okay. So then, what happened? Well, first let's uh, see a typical day by Rabbi Yainasen. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Everything is going wonderful here. Uh, my business are doing wonderful. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. And uh, how's it going there? Uh, uh, Dovalo, uh, come here, please. 
Yes, master. What is it? Uh, Domino, uh, have there been poor people being taken care of today? Yes, master. We've given them a meal, just like you say, and we also gave them tzedakah as they needed. Ah, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Ah, I've been blessed with everything. Wow, it's gewaldic. <laughs> I feel so good. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Uh, Rabbi Eris, if he says Baruch Hashem one more time, then he'll say Baruch Hashem one more time. People should say Baruch Hashem uh, often enough until they realize that everything happens in this world through HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and whatever you have is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Well, it sounds like he knows that. Ah, yes. But there is something more, and that's why I'm telling this story. Oh, really? What is it? What is it? Oh, you'll have to hear the story. But aren't you telling it also? Uh, oh, yeah, I have to jump into your mind. One second. I want uh, to stay still, Rabbi Herbs. I'm still. I missed. Let me try again. I think I got it. Okay, we're inside. Okay. Uh, uh, why do you keep having this grocery list? Just to throw you off a little bit. Okay, anyways, so what happened was is, Rabbi in Big Ball stuck and everything. Now, this particular incident, what I'm going to tell you about happened by the last visit of the Baal Shem Tov. You know, he was getting on in his years. And this, if I'm not mistaken, the way I understand the story, is or was going to be the last visit that the Baal Shem Tov made to him. Now, I just want to point out something to you, that this story that I'm telling now, there's more than one version of it. And it's very possible a good couple of years ago I may have told this, but that today, whoa, I saw a brand new version of this. And I had this safer in my house the whole time, just, you know, like, before I was coming here, I just pulled out a safe to see what story I should tell tonight, and it opened up right there, my sashkocha. But anyways, so let's get on with it. And the Balshemtus wagon pulled up. Ah, Shalom Aleichem, Gewaldik. Okay, servants, get ready, get ready. The Heleket Sadik, Rabbi Yisrael Baal Shem Tov has come to visit again into our town. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Uh, uh, quick, 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 uh, go take his bags and, and help his Talmidim also. Shalom Aleichem, Shalom Aleichem, Shalom Aleichem. Aleichem Shalom. Ah, so good to see you, Rabbi Yisrael. Whenever I see you, my face lights up. Baruch Hashem. You're still giving tzedakah? 100%. 100%. You know that. That's gewaldig, gewaldig, gewaldig. And tell me, what's noch this day? You're also a Baruch Hashem. The business is going good. Everything's going good. I'm still a Machnas Eirech and everything. Yes, people know if they're stuck in the last minute, they can always come to my house. There's always food. There's always a place to say, Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. That's gewaldig. That's gewaldig. All right. No, no, let me enjoy my stay here. And so, sure enough, the Hele Gitzadik, Mabal Shem Tov, he spent a Shabbos there. And he was the guest speaker by the shul, of course. And people came to him for brachos and everything. And usually, when the Baal Shem Tov stayed by this uh, particular Machnes Eirech, this Givir, this Baal Tzedakah, Rabbi Yenison, Rabbi Yenison never took advantage of it. What do you mean, Rabbi Herbs? Well, you're in my head or not? Uh, oh, yeah, right. Oh, so let me take over from here. Okay, so what happened was is, 
Rabbi Yenison never took advantage because, you see, Rabbi Yenison always felt he has all the brachos that he needs. So, therefore, he never took advantage and never asked about Shemta for a bracha. You see, everybody else used to come to, to the Elikat Sadik, ask them for advice, ask them for a bracha, ask them to, uh, to, to, to promise to me Yeshua, to be responsible for them, whatever it is, you know, with the Abish's help, you know, the Baal Shemta wasn't Hashem, you know, the Baal Shemta was just the Baal Shemta, and he was a Shliach of Hashem, and whatever, you know, and, and then he was able to do so many good things. But, at each visit, you know, um, the Baal Shem Tov was waiting, but never said anything to him. I was waiting to see and hope that maybe Rabbi <laughs> Yenison is going to say something and ask for a bracha. But he never did. And by this last particular visit, the Baal Shem Tov turned to him and said, Yenison, 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 Ushmachtaich. Baruch Hashem, I mean... We went through this discussion before. Is there something on the Rebbe's mind? I'm going to leave now. And you know, I, I'm not a youngster anymore. And I was just wondering, maybe there's some bracha you need. A bracha that I need? <laughs> what more can Hashem give me? Baruch Hashem. Look around. I have a nice house. I have businesses. I own buildings. I, uh, Baruch Hashem, well to do. And you know... Uh, I, I, what more do I need? Uh, no, 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 no. I, I, I don't think I need any brachas. I mean, save the brachas for those who need, you know. Baruch Hashem, I'm okay, I'm okay. You know, uh, you know I have no questions, you know. I mean, Baruch Hashem, I have no, you know, request for a bracha. And the Baal Shem Tov started thinking to himself. And, and he said to himself the following. Hey, seems to be. That yes, this person of Yenison is a gewaldige gewir, gewaldige balmachnes erich, a gewaldige balzidoke. But it seems to be that there's something that is missing. Yes, it's true. He has a great bracha from the Rabbinish Shleilam. No question about it. He has a gewaldige, gewaldige bracha. And, and he deserves it. Because after all, he does give tzedakah. He does invite many people and the people don't have where to be, they always know they can come to him. But he doesn't realize something, that not everything lasts forever. And the fact that just because today you're rich, it doesn't mean tomorrow you'll be rich. Every day you have to be mispallel. And thank the Rabbi for what you have. And then ask him that he should continue to give it to you. But it seems to be that he thinks it's going to be his forever. He doesn't need this bracha. But if I tell him what he needs, it's not going to be the same thing. I need him to realize that he has to not just be davening and thanking Hashem for what he has now, but he has to be mispalled and have it in the future too. Because, you know, a person can be rich today and then very poor tomorrow. A person could be uh, healthy one day and then sick the next. He has to know that when he is thankful to Hashem for what he has, he has to ask Hashem to continue having these things. But unfortunately, I don't see him doing this. No. He's a Gwaldeke person. I'm going to help him learn his lesson. Anshulit me, excuse me. Rabbi Yenison, I want to speak to you. Yes, Rebbe? What is it? Whatever the Rebbe tells me, I'm going to do. You still want to stay for more days? No, no. I'm pretty much ready to go. But... um. Are you sure you don't need any brachos? Uh, Rebbe, can I now look around you? Look at my house. 
I'm pretty well to do. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Hashem seems to like me. Okay, <laughs> maybe I should say loves me, whatever. But you know, look, look around. Baruch Hashem, I have everything I need. I have everything I need. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Uh, yes, I see that. All right, listen. I want you to do me a favor, though. Would you do me a favor? Whatever the Rebbe says, I'll do whatever the Rebbe says. I like a You know, you're an ish kodesh. Whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do. All right. I'm going to write a letter over here. Do you have a feather and, and ink? Uh, yes, sure, sure. Here's the bottle of ink. Here's the feather. Okay. And what else do you need? Uh, a paper. Yes, there you go. Give me a paper that's very strong. That wouldn't rip apart in three seconds. Oh, yeah. Thick piece of paper. Okay. There you go. Here's the paper. Okay. Uh, what is the remedy next? You need anything else? Yes. I need an envelope. Oh, an envelope. Sure, no problem. I'll give you an envelope too. Okay, here's an envelope. Uh, anything else? Uh, just give me time to write this letter. Okay, I wrote this letter. Let me blow on it, make the ink dry. Okay, let me wave it a little bit. Let me touch it. Ah, Baruch Hashem, it's dry. Let me fold it up. Okay, now can I have the envelope, please? Uh, yeah, sure, of course. Here's the envelope. Thank you very much. Okay, now, let me address the envelope to the new panacea of the city of Brod. Rab Aaron Gedalia David and Rab Zalman Yitzchak Yukasil. Wow, that's a very interesting uh, uh, combination of names. Usually Aaron is like Moshe uh, Aaron or Aaron Moshe or Aaron Aryeh. Yeah, I don't hear so often a combination of Aaron Gedal Yedovid. Don't worry. And uh, also, Zalman usually comes with Zalman Yukasil or Yukasil Zalman, but Zalman Yitzchak Yukasil. Wow, very interesting. All right, okay. So it should be easy uh, to find these people. Uh, where do you want me to deliver this letter? Of course, in the city abroad. Here you go. Let me put it in the envelope. Hey, let me uh, seal the envelope. Okay. There this Here. Okay? You deliver this as soon as you can. Uh, yeah, sure. No problem. I'll deliver it as soon as I can. Okay? Let me just put it in my pocket here. Okay? It's in my pocket. Okay? Remember, deliver the letter. Uh, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Of course, of course. Uh, you know what? The Rev is ready to go. Let me personally go to the barn. Let me personally go to the stable. And let me take out your horses to hitch to the wagon. Okay? Yes, and, and, and I will hitch it personally. I will all connect and everything. Yes, let me go, let me go. Okay, here I am by the barn or stable. Okay, let me just walk in here. Uh, this old strap that harnesses the horse to the wagon is a shtickle, uh, worn out. It could rip and break on the way. Hmm. You know what? I won't tell the rabbi, I'll just do it. I'll be a chesed that, you know, who says I have to get a thank you and reward every time I do a chesed. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to change the strap. Okay, so where do I have a spare strap? Ah, oh, yeah, in the stable box over there. Over there is where I keep my spare parts and things, okay? Let me just go in there, and let me just open up the box. <laughs> 
Okay. And let me uh, see. Uh, strap like that. Uh, here. Here's one that looks almost exactly like it. And if I take this strap out, he wouldn't even know the difference that it was changed. Actually, he's the Rebbe. Maybe he would. But whatever it is, I won't ask him for any thank you or any money. Okay, let me just lean over here. And at that moment, without him realizing it, the envelope that was in his jacket pocket fell out because he was leaning over and he leaned over too much and the envelope fell out, but he didn't notice it and it fell and it sunk to the bottom of the box. And then, of course, he closed the box. All right, I did it. Now let me strap the strap. Okay, well done. Let me pull out the horses from the stable. All right. Hey, like a rabbi, the rabbi Okay, I have um, <clears throat> uh, the wagon hitched up. Here are the horses. And I cleaned up the seats over there, <laughs> you know, so your Talmudium can sit very comfortably. You can sit very comfortably, and Alexei, your driver, can drive. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. You're very nice man. Very, very nice. Uh, you're welcome, Baruch Hashem. Okay. Um, yes, Hashem, I'll see you again next year. Uh, we will see what the Rabbi Nishelem wants. Zai gesund. And don't forget uh, the ladder. Oh, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. And, of course, you and I know that he forgot about the letter, because when he came into the house, after the Baal Shem Tov left, he took off his jacket to hang it up on the hook, where they hang up the jackets. In the olden days, besides closets, they used to have this stand with a coat rack that you be able to hook up your jacket, a coat, and then you put your hat on top of the hook or whatever, and that's what he did. But he never realized that the envelope was missing. And then he sat down to eat his supper. And after he sat down and ate his supper, he said, I better hurry up to go to Minchemayrev. And he ran out to Minchemayrev. And he didn't have a chance to think about it because as soon as he got home, there were some poor people there. Excuse me. Pardon me. But you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a hashinger. So, uh, is there anything you can do for me? Uh, sure. Tell me how much you need, and that's what I'll do for you. Uh, I, I need, like, you know, um, like, uh, and four and a half hundred rubles. I mean, you can give it to me as a loan if you want. <laughs> I'll give it as a machasana matana. There you go. Let me just go to my safe over here. Okay, here it is. One, one, two, four, four. Uh, you said four and a half hundred. Here it is. I don't know how to thank you. <laughs> you just did. Zygazun, cultive. Everybody shall be with you. Yeah, I should be with you also. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, you're so nice. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh wait a minute. Tomorrow... I have to go to the marketplace and get some uh, uh, new things over there. Also, let me make a cheshman over here. And so what happened was his? He took out some paper, and he took out his feather and ink, and he started figuring out things, what he needs in the marketplace, and how much money he has to take and everything like that. And, of course, he was so busy that he forgot all about the letter. And then he was ready to go to sleep. He said, Kriya He went Betty bye. He set up his Negevasa for the morning, and again, he forgot about the letter. And then, the next morning, he woke up. <coughs> the rooster crowed. He woke up, and he washed his Negevasa. He did everything he was supposed to do in the morning, and he got dressed, and he put on his jacket, but didn't realize the letter wasn't there. So as he put on his jacket and tapped his pockets, he didn't feel for the letter, but he didn't remember the letter either, and he forgot all about the letter. 
And believe it or not, <laughs> he's going to forget the letter for a long time. Shh, Yassi, don't give away the whole story. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I didn't say how many years. Oh, you just give another thing. You know it's not going to be a couple of weeks that he forgets. It's going to be a couple of years. But I didn't say how many years. I didn't say it was 17 years. Oh, Yassi, there you go again. Did I just say 17 years? Yes, you did. Oh, oh, oh. I was talking about how old Yasef Atzadik was when he went down to Mitzrayim. I mean, you know, he was like 17 years old. Uh, Yossi, forget about it. Just let's get moving. We're, we're moving? Uh, but I like where the studio is. No, no, Yossi, the story. Oh, oh, okay. So um, what happened was is that uh, this person uh, did not realize that all of this was part of the Helig Atzadik, the Val plan. And of course, unfortunately... The following year, the Baal Shem Tov was not able to come. And then, in the year 1760, the Baal Shem Tov was nifter. Unfortunately. Ay, 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 ay. As I got this. Well, anyways, you know, they, they say the Baal Shem Tov lived on. You know what I mean? Like his Tyra lived on, his Hasidus lived on. Everything else, you know, and then people learn from him, you know, you know, when a tzaddik is nifta and, and people learn his form or, or they act, you know, with the, the midos and things, they, they do the lessons of the, the tzaddik, you know, then it's like the tzaddik is still living and everything. Like, you know, that's how we say, Maisha MS, Mr. MS, you know what I mean? Okay, yes, yeah, we're not hearing a Muslim moves now, we're hearing the story. Oh, yeah, right, but, okay. So, what, what happens is that all of a sudden, one day, a, 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 a person comes in. Hello there, hello there, hello there. How are you? How are you? How are you? I'm Baruch Hashem fine. I'm Baruch Hashem fine. And what can I do for you? Well, um, let me ask you a question. There's a ship that goes back and forth from here across the ocean to Asia. Uh, that ship belongs to you? Well, I mean, there's a lot of people that own ships. I mean, well, um, why would you wonder if it's my ship or not? And what are you trying to tell me? Well, I'm trying to tell you the following. You see, uh, how should I tell you? Just simply tell me. Why beat around the bush? I have no bushes to beat over here. So listen, let me tell you like this. See, the story is as follows. You see, it just so happens. You hear what I'm saying? It just so happens that I got to clear my throat. You got to clear your throat? Yeah, one second. Uh, sir... You wanted to tell me something. You didn't want to come here to tell me that you want to clear your throat, do you? Uh, no, no, no. Actually, your ship, the name of it is uh, the SS Leppendorf? Yes, I, uh, yes, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, why? Um, um, you had a lot of cargo on it. You sent it out to sea about uh, two weeks ago? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's due back in another two weeks. Uh, you don't have to worry about it. What do you mean I don't have to worry about it? Of course, I'm a spoiler for the ship every day, I think. <laughs> well, actually, no. I made sure... Actually, what did I do? Oh, yeah, now I remember. Yeah, 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 sure. Sure, so I thanked the British Lion that I had the business, that I had the ship. I thanked the British Lion that I had the cargo. Thanked the British Lion that I had a good captain. Thanked the British Lion that I had a good boat and, and everything was loaded and I sent them on their way. And that's that. And uh, everything is going to go well, I'm sure. And uh, they'll be back in another two weeks. So uh, what's what do you want to try to tell me? Well, um, you see, um, I uh, was on the uh, boat called the SS Kloppenbein. Kloppenbein? Yeah, I never asked about the name, but that's not important. And uh, there was a big storm in the sea. 
And, uh, you know, uh, and I was like not too far from where the boat of uh, S.S. Lependorf was. Yes, and your point is? Well, you know, the storm took, uh, you know, a, a terrible uh, chunk out of everybody's ship, you know. Yes, of course, I'm sure of that. Well, my boat, my ship was still intact. <laughs> but um, the S.S. Lependorf, it like split apart, I'm telling you. So um, um, there are some sailors that uh, I brought back with me, you know, <laughs> I saved their lives, and and uh, they need a place to stay. Uh, so uh, they told me I should bring you here, I should bring them here, because you're a, a machkis ochkis. Uh, a machkis, oh, oh, you mean a, a machkis yeah, 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 sure, 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 Baruch Hashem, yes, yes. Well, uh, that's the story. So um, here they are, they're waiting outside. Sir, we're so sorry. Yes, sir, we're so sorry. Hit a storm, we tried everything, but the boat broke apart, and all the cargo sunk. I'm sorry you lost so much money. Uh, don't worry. Hashem, I'm well-to-do, I'm well-to-do, I'm well-to-do. And so he thought. But again, when that happened, this person, Rabbi Anderson, never thought for a moment to say, Oy vey, I lost so much money. Maybe when I'm mispalel, I should thank Hashem for what he gave me, and I should beg Hashem and ask Hashem that I should always have this every single day, not just for today. But unfortunately, he did not do that. That's right. So as time would go on, things would happen. He was in the marketplace one day, and he was selling things. Uh, step right up, folks. Uh, here we go. Uh, listen here. I got a lot of good stuff over here. What do you say to this? <laughs> what do you say? Look at this. Look at this. Is this Gavaldic? I have these beautiful paintings here for sale. And I have, look at this. This is beautiful also. And I have these antiques over here and everything. And all of a sudden, just at that moment, there was this man who was coming through. Pardon me, pardon me, pardon me, pardon me. It coming through over here. It's steady stuff, you know. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Make room here, sir, sir. Please stop crowding around. Crowding around here. I, 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 I got here a torch over here, you know. It's on fire because I, I, I have to keep this uh, pot that I have on top of my wagon uh, heated up over here. So watch out. Step aside. Coming through, coming through. Why, that's very weird. Why is a guy traveling with a wagon, holding a torch... And he's trying to go through the marketplace. Everybody knows you can't go with your wagon through the marketplace. You have to walk. And he's going through. But he's got a torch over there. He's holding under the pen. Well, why doesn't he just make a fire? To the, Excuse me, sir. Why don't you just make a fire in a metal pot and then it'll heat up the pot above it? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm afraid, you know, to burn my wagon. So one hand I drive the wagon and one hand I hold the torch to heat up the pot. <laughs> hey, don't worry. Don't worry. I know exactly what I'm doing. So pardon me. Pardon me. Anyway, please, please, please. Anyway. But all of a sudden, a dog ran right in front of his horse. Ruff, 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 ruff. And the horse started to reel backwards. <laughs> And the horse picked up its front legs to try to scare away the dog. And all of a sudden, the wagon gave a short stop. And the driver lost his torch. It flew into the air. And it flew right into the stand in the marketplace that belonged to none other than Rabbi Anderson. And the very expensive paintings caught fire. Oh no, oh no, fire, 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 help, help, help. Oh, we gotta put out the fire, we gotta put out the fire, fire, fire. 
Now, in those days, of course. I know, they didn't have fire engines to go, woo, 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 woo. Or the old ones went, no, I didn't have that. They had just the bucket brigade, right? And they would run to get the buckets like in old stories. They would run and pass it to this one, pass it to that. And the time they got to the fire, <laughs> the bucket was empty because they spilled all the water on the way. And unfortunately, um, Rabianison's whole stand with everything in it got burnt, melted, or ruined. He lost a lot of money that day. He went back very sad. But again, instead of doing what he should be doing... By thanking Hashem for what he has and asking that he should still have it tomorrow, he just thanked Hashem the way he usually does. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem, I'm alive. Uh, I didn't get caught in the fire, just my things. All right, those things I guess we could replace. But in the meantime, Baruch Hashem, I, you know, I have other businesses and I can still take care of poor people. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. And he was so happy. And, of course, he never said, Oi, this is two disasters that happened to me. Maybe I should go over and ask Hashem that he should protect me and watch over my things so I should still have them for tomorrow and the day after and the day after. I'd be Moisa Mashiach. Uh, but, unfortunately, he did not do that. He just thanked Hashem for the moment, but didn't think about the future. Ah, so sad. But, anyways, what happened was this. He started to lose business after business. Dealings would go wrong, and it wasn't good. And finally, creditors were coming. Excuse me, Rabbi Anderson. I don't uh, mean to bother you at a time like this. I heard about the fire that burnt down your storage house. I heard about your boat that sunk. Yes, I heard about that. I heard about the marketplace fire. I heard about that, too. And I heard that some of your business dealings are not going so well. So I'm afraid I can't give you credit anymore. And uh, either you pay up your hive that you owe for the past uh, couple of months, or I can't do business with you anymore. Oh, oh, oh don't worry. I, I, I'll take care of it. Sure, 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 sure. And with that, what happened was Rabbi Anderson looked around to see what businesses does he still have left? It was getting less and less. It was dwindling down his business. He was running out of things and finally decided, well, I got no choice. I think I'll have to sell that building that I own. I guess I won't be able to collect the rent from that store anymore. No, no, what can I do? And he put up a for sale sign and he sold the store. Thank you so much, you're such a nice guy. You gave me such a good price. <laughs> Don't worry, you won't be sorry. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to be well served. Thank you. Oh, by the way, if you ever want to come shopping, you can shop at my store. <laughs> and of course, sometimes he did. But he took that money that he had to raise instantly and he paid off some chavis. But then, when he asked the creditors, all right, so now I paid you up. So now, could I have more credit so I could start my business and continue it? Um, sorry to tell you this, sir, but um, right now, since your muscle doesn't look so good, <laughs> I'm afraid that um, I don't know how to tell you, but uh, I'll, 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 well, you know what can I do? I'm sorry. We can only sell your merchandise if you're going to pay up front. What? What? You you can't give me credit anymore? I'm afraid not. <laughs> my partners won't allow it. Hey, this is terrible. And again, instead of trying to think of 
saying, please help me and make my business continue. He just simply said, Baruch Hashem, I still have my house. I still have a couple of businesses. I still have sheep and cattle. I still have this and I still have that. And he was going through the things, but never asked to make sure that Hashem makes sure that he has it for the next day also. And what ended up happening was, well, it's a very interesting thing. You know, a person should be able to be thanking Hashem for what he has and and, and ask Hashem that he should continue giving it to him because every day is like a new thing. Like if you breathe today, you got to breathe tomorrow, right? That's right. You got that right, Yossi. So let's continue with the story. So what happened was he was still worried about how he's going to make Parnassa and all of a sudden he looked out his window. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh... Uh, there's there's Moshe and there's there's Yankel, uh yeah oh my goodness they're turning away they come to the house and then, then they're turning away oh, uh, Moshe Yankel uh, what's the problem yeah so uh, what's your problem eh 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 Yankel you tell him all right I'll tell you what the problem is we heard unfortunately that you're losing a lot of money lately. And we don't want to bother you, so we'll try to find help somewhere else. Oh, no, 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 no. You're still going to sit by my table. I'm still able to support you. Come, 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 come inside. You will be able to sit here, and you're going to make a wonderful kiddish for Shabbos, and you're going to make a beautiful almighty and everything, and you're still going to be my Shabbos guest, just like always. So don't worry about a thing. And sure enough, they were his Shabbos guests. And as each day and each week was passing by, and the months were going by, all of a sudden, approximately 17 years passed by. Right, I told you that. Yes, see. Oh, yeah, right. So 17 years passed by, and now he was basically left with his house. Most of his furniture was gone, but he didn't want to sell the table and the chairs that he needed to be a machnes oirich for a guest to come and sit by his table. And so, even though he hardly had anything left, and he himself had pretty schmatterdick clothing now, his great clothing were not so good anymore. So what happened was is he was, you know, like, you know, like really upset. But he never said, "Rebbeinu please make me rich tomorrow." He would just thank Hashem for whatever he had that day, and he still didn't get the picture yet. So what happened was, what ended up happening was that this poor, poor little Yainasen, poor Yainasen was looking one Thursday. Oh, there we are, my oh boy, I'm so sad. <laughs> oh dear me, oh my <laughs> Oh gotta blow my nose again. This is coming Shabbos. And I told the poor people to come to my house. But it doesn't look like I have money to buy for Shabbos. What am I gonna do? What else can I sell? Wait a minute, wait a minute. I just thought of something. In the barn, in my stable, yeah. Maybe there's something there I could sell. Yeah, let me see. And he went over to the stable, and he opens the door. <laughs> all right, let's see what I can do. Uh, all the extra saddles I sold, all of this I sold. Wait, wait a minute. The stable box with the supplies in the back. I don't remember opening up that. Let me take a look. Okay, let me open the box. Oh, look at that. There's a, a little bit of supplies in here. And what's that envelope there? Let me see that envelope. Let me take that out. And he took out the envelope. 
And he looked at it. And he saw it was addressed to the two new panasim, uh, the panasim of Brat, Rab Aaron Gedalia David and Rab Zalman Yitzchak Yukasil. Hmm. Wow. I forgot about this letter. Wow. I put it in my pocket. It must have fallen out when I took out the stuff. For the, oh, when I changed the straps for the harness. Oh, yeah, I remember now. Oh, my goodness. I forgot all about the letter. I hope these guys are still Parnosim. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the day that he gave me the letter, it says the new Parnosim. Parnosim, whatever. Oh, what am I going to do? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let me tell my wife. I'm going to go to Brad. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 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 I think I know why all this is happening, because I forgot to send this letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. But of course... He didn't have... It wasn't because he just didn't give the letter. It was because he didn't learn his lesson yet. That's when it was. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. That was his problem. But he didn't hop yet. But he ran to his wife and he told her. Uh, so listen, I, I found the letter that the Balshemtov gave me uh, before he was nifter and everything. And, and I'm supposed to deliver it. Uh, I hope it's not too late. I mean... Oh, dear. I don't think they're the Parnassim anymore. <laughs> What were you talking about? Seventeen years. Uh, they weren't old people. Uh, you know, they were newly elected to that day. They're probably young people. And they're probably still alive and they're probably still the partners. Okay, you know. Uh, but let me take a chance, you know. What, what can I lose? I'll just have to go to the to the broad. And and, and, and if they're not the partners, if they were, uh, people will show me where they are and I'll give them the letter. Don't worry. Everything will be fine. Don't you worry. Uh, let me just take out the one horse we have left here. Okay. Let me put the last saddle that we have. Let me hop aboard. Okay, let me make sure the envelope is secured in my pocket, strapped in real good so it won't fall out again. Okay, giddy up, pussy! A little faster. And finally, the horse was galloping pretty quick. And then, along the way, he was thinking, Oh boy, I wonder why he gave me this letter. He never asked me to deliver any letter before. I wonder what it is. Let me think. And suddenly, he started to remember some things. Yeah, like, you know, that day that the letter was given. Ah, yes. I remember that day when he gave me the letter. The Baal Shem Tov asked me more than once, is there anything I need a bracha for? And I said, Baruch Hashem, I have everything. But now I just realize what my problem is. Ay, 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 ay. It just occurred to me. I kept saying, Baruch Hashem, which is good. You have to thank Hashem for whatever you got. But who says, I'll have it tomorrow. When you got something from Hashem, you have to thank Him for it. But you also have to ask that you should be able to have it for the next day and the next, or however long you need it. Ay, ay, ay. And I never did that. And then when I started losing business, I still did not hop. I did not hop when my ship sank. I did not hop when my booth burned. I did not hop when my storage house burned. I did not hop when businesses were going bad. I did not hop. I just kept thanking Hashem for whatever I had left. But I didn't ask Him to make sure I could have it left for the next day and the day after. So that's my problem. I was only thanking Hashem for the now, and I wasn't asking for the future. Ay, 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 ay. Ay, that was my terrible mistake. Well, if Hashem turns things around for me, I tell you one thing. One thing is for sure. If Hashem changes things around from this day forward, what I'm going to be doing is I am going to always be thankful to Hashem for what I have 
and thank him and ask him that I should have whatever I have for the next day. And if I'm doing the mitzvah of today, I'm going to ask him if I should be able to do it tomorrow and the day after in the future. I think I learned my lesson, but I don't know if I'll ever be rich again. But all right, no, no. Uh, oh, here I am. I arrived and brought. Let me slow down the horses. <laughs> all right. Um, let me uh, just tie my horse up over here. Ready? And let me just say, uh, oh, here's a person. Uh, excuse me, mister. Uh, may I ask you something? Uh, you want to ask me something? Sure. Why is it? What's your problem? Uh, you need a, you need to use the men's room? No, 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 no. no. Uh, I, I have a different problem. Yeah, what's your problem? You can't ask me. Uh, I'm looking uh, for for new parnosim. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, like, I'm, I'm looking for a person named Aaron Gedalia David, who is the parnas. And... Uh, well, actually, uh, you know, I don't think they knew anymore because this uh, letter I was supposed to give them 17 years ago. <laughs> you are funny. <laughs> 17 years ago, you're supposed to give these guys a letter. <laughs> and, and, and now you bring up the letter. <laughs> you're funny. Are you sure you're okay? Yes, I'm perfectly fine. Uh, it's a letter from the Malshem <laughs> It's even funnier, because the Baal Shem hasn't been around for a good couple of years. <laughs> and by the way, I'm here for a long time in this town. Never in my life did I heard of any partners by the name of Aaron Gedalia W. or Rav Shalman Yitzchak Yukasil. <laughs> you know such partnership like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help myself from laughing. It's all right, I can understand. All right, he couldn't help me. Ah. Let me go to that person. Excuse me, sir. Yes, what can I do for you? Uh, I was just wondering, uh, do you know a person named Rabarin Gedalia David uh, and Rabzalman Yitzchak Yukasil? Who are they supposed to be? Uh, they're supposed to be uh, Parnosim. You know the Parnas of the city? You know what I mean? Uh, Brod, you know? Never heard of them. And I'm here for a long time. And I've been telling you, I've never heard of them. Okay? Well, what do you need them for, anyways? Well, I I, I have this letter here from the Balshamter. <laughs> you must be funny. The Balshamter's not living anymore. Uh, I know. Uh, he gave me this letter 17 years ago. <laughs> this is funny. You're giving me a letter. <laughs> this is funny. You give me a letter. That the Bible gave you. You give me, I mean, these people, not me. I mean, <laughs> you give me a letter that the Bible gave you 17 years ago. Mister, I think you lost your marbles. Yes, apparently so. Uh, I see. Everybody doesn't know these people. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I can't give up. If I found this letter now, there must be a reason. I mean, if the letter was given to me and I should deliver it, I have to do it. I have to do it. Why I forgot it? Why I got lost? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it has something to do with the fact that I, I, I didn't realize up until my way over here that the reason why I probably came poor is because I never asked Hashem that He should continue the blessings for the day after and the day after and the day after. Oh my. Um, wait, there's another person coming. Let me let me see how I can rephrase it. Um, um, excuse me, um, um, sir. Uh, may I ask you a question? 
Of course, you may ask me a question. What question would you like to ask me? I need a place to stay. I don't recognize you. Well, it just so happens that today there are elections going on, and they're going to be electing through a ballot new Parnassim, you know, Parnassim for the city abroad. Because it's so big over here, and just in case one of them has to go on vacation or go out of town for business, we elect two Parnassims, okay? Why don't you come to the city council hall over there where everybody gathers and you can see the results, and if you're looking for the Parnassim, you'll know who they are very soon. Uh, yes, I, I I may do that. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow. <sighs> okay, let's see what's going on here. All right, Myra, boys, I... Okay, all the votes are in, and everything was tallied up. And let me just take out the paper with the tally. All right. The Ilam has elected, beyond the shadow of a doubt, that the new Parnassim for today in the city of Brown should be none other than Rabbi and Gedalian Dubbin and Ramzalman Yitzchak Yukasil. What? What did he just say? Rabbi and Gedalian Dubbin? Did we just... Wait a minute. The envelope says to the Parnasim of Brad. Wow. What Ruach HaKoydish the Rabbi has. He, he knew that these people... Oh, that's another reason why I couldn't give it until they became the Parnasim. But who knows if I recognize my mistake. Maybe they wouldn't have been Parnassim earlier. But nonetheless, I have to give it to them. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, Rabbi Gedali David, Rabbi Yitzchak Yikusil, I need to talk to you. Oh, yeah? So nice. Okay, what do you got to talk to me about? Yeah, what is it? Anything you need, I'm going to help you. That's why we're the Parnassim. We're going to help you. So, young man, tell me, what do you need? Uh, yeah, yeah, what is it, what is it? Uh, I have this letter from the Balshamta. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> I have a letter from Balshamta. You must be joking, you know. It's not around, you know. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sir, sir, uh, you know, if you need some Tadaka help, just ask straight out. No, 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 you don't understand. This is in the Balshamta's handwriting. I don't know if you ever saw it. Yes, I know, and I'm aware that the Balshamta is not living anymore. But please, Take a look at what I'm showing you. See the letter? It's addressed to your names. Now, how often do you see a combination of, a, of people with the name Rav Aaron Gedalia David and Rav Salman Yitzchak Yukasil, right? Ah, uh, yeah, he's got a point it. Yes, he does. Okay, chap. I think you should handle this. <laughs> it's just a joke. All right, all right, give me the envelope. Let me, let me, let me open it up. I'll humor you, okay? Let me pull out the letter. Okay, I got the letter out here. <laughs> all right, it says, To the new Parnassim who were elected on this day. Uh, how did you know that, we, that, that but, but the envelope was sealed? And, and it does look like the Parnassim's handwriting. Oh, my goodness, that's the Parnassim's signature. I remember seeing it as a little kid. Uh, 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 what's, what's going on here? Uh, let me see what it says. Dear Parnassim, Rab Aaron Gedalia Dabin, and Rab Zalman Yitzhak the man who is giving you this letter, Rab Yainasin, okay, is your name Rab Yainasin? Yes, it is. All right, let me continue. Is a very Hushariyid. He was once a very wealthy man, and he was a big Baal Tzedakah and big Baal Machnas 
And even though he is poor today, he still tries to help out other poor people. But at this moment, he is so destitute that he really has nothing and no way how to make Shabbos this week or to support the poor people that sit around his table and join him. If you don't believe that this letter is true, let me point out that both of your wives are pregnant. And today, when you're reading this letter, uh, Rab Aaron Gedalia, his wife, is going to get a baby boy. And Rab Shalman Yitzhak Yukasil is going to have a baby girl. And that will be a shimon that you know that this letter is Amish. <laughs> Wait a minute. My wife is pregnant. And, and so is yours. Yours, that's true. And all of a sudden, at that moment, somebody ran in. Rabbi, 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 Mom is muzzled up, muzzled up, muzzled up, muzzled up, muzzled up. Rabbi, 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 Hashem, your wife just gave birth to a baby boy. Muzzled up, muzzled up, muzzled up. Huh? Oh, oh, that's very nice. And all of a sudden, another person ran in, and he started screaming. Ha, 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 I'm Simon, I'm Simon, Yitzchak, you can your wife just gave birth to a baby girl. And you would think that they would jump for joy and say, ah, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. But instead they were sitting there with motionless motions. How do you sit with motionless motions? That means they froze stiff. They didn't know how to react because... How could the Baal Shem Tov know 17 years ago that their wives, that time, would be pregnant and the time that the letter would be open, their wives would be giving birth? And just like he said, Rab Aaron would have a boy and Rab Zalman would have a baby girl. Whoa. They realized that this letter was true and it was no fake. So, of course, they did everything possible to help out Rabbi Anderson. They gave him proper monies. They helped restart him in business. And this time, when Rabbi Anderson started up his business, he wasn't just saying, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, I have what I need today. And I hope, with Abishta's health, I'm going to have it tomorrow and the day after. And today I'm getting better in my wealth. And I hope it continues tomorrow. And he was learning to be thankful, not just for now, but also for the future. Not to be misfollowed just for the moment, but also for the future. And... uh, Yes, like we daven for Mashiach every day, right? That's also for the future. That's true also. Okay, so now can we... Uh, uh, well, I think the story is over now, right? Oh, yes, come to think of it. Yes, it is, because now Rebbe was back on his feet, he learned his lesson, and he became rich again, and he continued to do the mitzvah of Sadaka and Achnas Sarkim. And, of course, he was thankful to Hashem every single day, but not just for then, but also always asking Hashem to continue giving him wealth and he should never lose it ever again. And I can assure you that based on the story that I read, uh, basically he kept his wealth for the rest of his life. And I believe his children inherited too. Okay, what happened after that? I have no idea because it's not written. Okay. Wow, that's fantastic. So let's take a look, see if we have any time to take any phone calls. Do we have any time? Yeah, okay. All right, <clears throat> let's go. Okay, hello, you're on the line. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Learn from the story, even if it's very hard. That's right. You got that right. Yeah. What do you want to ask me? How old are you? How old am I? I'm 12 years old. Plus another 12. Plus another 12. Plus another 12. Plus another 12. Uh, Yossi, please. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 
I, I, I'm like 12 years old forever. Oh. Uh, well, one day, when Rabbi Earth decides that I should get by mitzvah. Well, it's not for me. It's when Hashem decides you should get by mitzvah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, now you got your answer? Yeah. Okay. All right. Take care. Let's go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? My name is Esther Newman and you should always learn and you should always dive in. Very good. Excellent. Not just dive in for today, but also ask for tomorrow too. Right. Very good. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Next caller. Hello, you're on the line. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? I learned in tonight's story that you should always ask the neighbors that you should get that you should get get stuff. Excellent. Very good. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello, you're on the line. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello? Yep, you're on the line. What's your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? My name is Adina and I learned that you should always you should always what? Your voice got low. You, you should, you should always um, be able. You should always give tzedakah, and you should always believe people and never lie to people. Also, excellent, um, very nice. Is, yes. Is Chaimis is even Torah Maryam still sick? Is what? Chaimis is even Torah Maryam still yes, sick? Yes, yes, yes. Ha- uh, that is correct. Chaim Yisusi ben Sarah Miriam is still sick and definitely needs tefillos. Yes, 100%. Even though sometimes I don't remember to say it on the line because I don't for him every day and I make Misha Baris every time. But yes, he is still sick and he does need a lot of refuah. Okay, thank you very much for asking and thanks for being my smile, friend. I should be smile for all the other chaylam also. Thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on the line. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Great strategic. It's about time I got in. <laughs> <laughs> Marshall, you always manage to get in lately. Baruch Hashem. Yeah, I know. Okay. How, although sometimes, sometimes I forget because uh, all the phone lines are always jam-packed. You yes, know what I mean? and they are jam-packed right now. So <laughs> Yeah, I know. So, so I let's... only have one lesson. Okay. It's well, like uh... when you say Modani every day. Everybody right. should say Modani every day. That's correct. Because yes. of what we do today, we get tomorrow. Hopefully, if it's Miss Powell for that. You better say Modani too, Yossi. Starting uh, tomorrow morning. I always say it. I always say it. Really, I do, I do, I do, I do. Yeah, okay. but you got to be thankful also. I always am. I always am. <laughs> Imagine one snap of Rabbi Erbs' fingers and I'm gone. <laughs> one, snap, uh, one, right. one, one snap of well, Hashem. <laughs> okay, very good, Masha. Okay, so we'll go to the next call now. Thanks a lot. See you. Bye. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Sorry, I listen to the story. You're you're getting chopped off. I don't know what you're calling from, but your your voice is being chopped. So you want to try to say it again clearer? Sorry, I didn't really listen to the story. I just called in at the because whatever. You didn't listen to the story, but what? I just wanted to call in. Oh, okay. So you called in your yaitza. You got your schuss. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? By the way, that person can always catch the story on there. Yes. You. Yes. You. I learned that that even if you are rich, Hashem can make that you you um, could lose it. Hashem can take it away in even one second. 
That's correct. My name is Mendoza. Very nice. Good, good. Thank you. Okay, that was beautiful, and you definitely picked up the lesson very well. Thank you very much. Okay, next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name, and what lesson do you learn? You're going to be the last caller. Okay, hello, you there? Don't tell me the phone's jammed again. Hello, you there? Hello? Yeah, you're, you're coming in chopped up. Hello? Whoops. No phone jammed out. Okay. Okay. So we are finishing. Okay, so we're finishing off. Okay, so that's all the time we have. So Bez Hashem, everybody have a wonderful Shabbos, and we'll see Bez Hashem next week. And until then, everybody, Salam! Goodbye!